God is too good, oh. I will worship you forever, love you forever, because this God is too good, oh. I will worship, I will worship you forever love you forever because this God is too good oh I will worship I will worship you forever love you forever because this God Celebrate him, go ahead and worship him. He's a good God, he's a loving father. There is none like him. He's the one who was, he's the one who is, and the one who is to come. 
the original excellency, the great God, the good God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, King of Glory, the faithful God, the one who doesn't go back on his word. Heaven and earth shall pass away. The word of God will not pass away. Jesus, you are good. Jesus, you are kind. Jesus, you are merciful. The most excellent, the most glorious. Lord, you are worthy. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are merciful. No one can forgive like you. No one can love like you. No one can uplift like you. No one can upgrade like you. You are God all by yourself. There is no searching of your wisdom. There is no searching of your understanding. You are everything, oh God. Everything is you, oh God. Lord, we worship you. Who will not worship you? Who will not bow before your throne? Who will not ascribe all majesty to your name? Who will not honor you? You are God all by yourself. You don't need any man to be the God you are. You are God. You are God. You are God. There is none like you. There is none beside you. Jesus. Jesus. Thou son of David. We hallow your name today. There is no other God. There is no other God. There is no other God. We affirm this morning. We join the rest of the world. We join the 24 elders in singing. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. Lord, we bless you.
Father, our shield and buckler, who will not worship you? You are greater than the greatest, you are mightier than the mightiest, you are bigger than the biggest, you are the unchanging changer. You are the one who fights all our battles. There's no shadow of turning in you, oh God. Thank you for the battle of the night. Thank you because your faithfulness is evermore. Father, please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for another Sunday. Thank you for another opportunity to worship you. We are made for worship, oh God. Father Lord, please accept our worship. As we look into your word, Lord, Father, please speak to us. Minister to our hearts, oh God. Lord God Almighty, we ask, we are making one request, oh God, that you please, oh Lord, make it very impossible for anyone worshiping here today whether actual or virtual to return the same way they have come in the name of Jesus let your name and your name alone be glorified and we promise you oh God at the end we'll be very very careful to return all the glory all the honor and all the praises back to you 
For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Please put those hands together for Jesus. Celebrate God. Celebrate God. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, let me quickly do some housekeep before we go into what we have for today. I did ask that anyone who have testimonies from last year's sacrificial giving um, should um, please shoot a minute video, um, share your testimony, and please send to us. <clears throat> and I would like to announce that the month of July, by the grace of God, is a month of sacrificial giving. What happens during the month of sacrificial giving? In the month of sacrificial giving, we give all our salaries for the month of July. We just lay it on the altar. Last year, I know some actually took a step of faith. They took it a bit higher. Some decided to convert whatever they were given to U.S. dollars. And um, they gave it. So, in, as to, as in some of the activities we'll be engaging in, of course, the last Sunday will be a worship service where we just worship on all the offering. You just, the way it works, put anything you want to give together, just put it on the altar. Worship, worship, and keep worshiping. And from 28th to 30th of July, by the grace of God, we'll be waiting on the Lord be fasting and praying. God is a faithful God. I've never seen, I don't know of anyone who partnered with God and traded at loss, at a loss. Let me say something. The only thing you are allowed to remove from your, for as, for as many want to key into this, from your July salary, is your tithe. Pay your tithe and um, um and give the remaining. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Um, what else? There will be, for those who would like to join the workforce, there will be workers in training. Uh, we'll be starting after the service, immediately after the service. Um, da, 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 da. The halftime conference is in two Sundays from now. The halftime conference. And you know, funny enough, two of the speakers are in this room. <laughs> two out of the speakers. Let's celebrate Pastor Inyo Deaka and his wife. Please let them come. Let them come here. Let them come here. This is where senior men sit. Let them come. Let them come. Let them come. We won't preach until you come. He quickly came to blow the whistle in treasury before the halftime. <laughs> Welcome, sir. He's one of the one of our pastors in charge of zone um, in Youth Province One. Amen. Um, the halftime conference, of course, um, last Sunday of this month, twenty fifth, I believe, 
at the University of Lagos. Um, those who were there last week, last year, can attest. But again, let me activate the political side of me as well. To dress in your treasure hill, anything that has treasure hill. Maybe that's why they even, because they saw many treasure hill jackets last year, that's why they said I should preach this year. <laughs> so anything that has treasure hill, just where it all be roaming around the world, let them see us. That we came. Amen. How many of you are in agreement with, with us? If you don't have the treasure you vest or jacket, let me see you. <laughs> the royal, royal scepter. They they, I know you have the royal scepter one. If you don't have the treasure you vest, where is it? Where are you if you don't have? So everyone has. So please come in your treasure you, um, your T-shirt, your very beautiful sneakers. I know that God has helped us. We've done it with a very good job. In this um, assembly, um, so please let's come in mass. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Stanley, you are coming, right? <laughs> you are not coming. You come, okay? They read you that I said you come. What else? Okay, this is the halftime conference. Okay. Pastor Lekia Adeboe, Pastor Paula Jidowu, Pastor Bisi Akonde, Pastor Sam Olontoba, Pastor Lola De Akonde, Pastor Biodunfa Mojuro, Pastor Inyo Deaka, Pastor Olade. God bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> yeah, that's how I know you're actually following. Yeah, and... And that brand, like Pepsi. <laughs> Amen. Today, let's go into the business of today. Um, last week, we started a series um, on exploits. We spoke on great exploits. Today, we'll be speaking on grace for unusual exploits. Grace for unusual exploits. And um, last week, one of the things we were able to establish is that the reason why God left us here is for great exploits. It's not to buy 10 houses, uh, 10 cars. Those things are very beautiful. Those things are good. Don't get me wrong. But the reason why God left us here behind is so we can do great exploits. Amen. Hallelujah. So today we'll be looking, for, looking at grace for unusual exploits. So I'll start this morning by saying that you need to understand that there's a place where God makes men. There's a place where God makes men. There is a place where God makes men. And um, there's a grace that makes man do beyond his capacity. There's a grace that makes a man function beyond his capacity. Um, 
You look at Acts chapter 19, 11 to 12. Acts chapter 19, from verses 11 to 12. Acts chapter 19, from verses 11 to 12. Um, let's read together. One, two, go. Now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. Verse 12, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick and the disease, diseases left them and the evil spirits went out of them. If you have the amplified version, please put it. Let's look at another. Let's look from another perspective. Let's read together again. One, two, go. And God did unusual and extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. Verse 12, so that handkerchiefs or towels or aprons which are touched his skin were carried away and put upon the sick and their diseases left them and the evil spirits came out of them. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. I pray for you in the name of Jesus in this year 2023. God will wrought special miracles through you in the name of Jesus. You will touch the invisible. You will touch the intangible. You will hear the inaudible. And after this service, something will erupt out of you. Can I hear a believing amen? amen. In the name of Jesus. So, God cannot entrust some things in some people's life. Some people's lives because of the way they live their life. God cannot entrust some things in some people's lives because of the way they live their lives. Look at 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 10. 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 10. The Bible tells us that, but by the grace of God, this Apostle Paul speaking, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet, not I, but the grace of God, which was what? With me. There is a grace for exploit that when it comes on you, you begin to do some things. You begin to do extraordinary things. When that grace comes upon you, you begin to do Extraordinary things. And um, a lot of people want, this, want, want, to, want some of this grace or gift God has given to them to waste. By virtue of the way they are living their lives. If you look at Romans 15, 18 to 19. Romans 15, 18 to 19. Romans 15, 18 to 19. I'm trying to lay a foundation before we get into what we are doing today. The Bible says, For I will not dare to speak any of, of any of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me, in word and deed, to make the Gentiles obedient. And verse 19, In mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about the Elycrum, I have fully preached the gospel. Of Christ. So if exploit was based on strength or just things, then some people you don't need to you don't even need to go for you just need to look at them, their stature, then you feel that they are doing exploits. If exploit was based on your strength, capacity, or experience, then exploits will be based on your size as a person. 
then we don't even need to look far. We don't need to challenge you. Because it's the size that God gave to you. But the breaking news this morning is that exploit is not even based on strength. Exploit is not even based on size. Exploit, in most cases, is not even based on capacity. But it's based on that spirit of God coming upon you. It is based on that grace of God coming upon you. And that's what education is good. Knowledge is good. But exploit is based on that spirit of God coming upon you. I decree over you in the name of Jesus that your days of being ordinary are over. Let me say it once again. I decree over you in the name of Jesus that your days of being ordinary are over. In the name of Jesus. You want to quickly raise your voice and say, Father, I decree in the name of Jesus, my days of being ordinary are over. Go ahead and turn that to power right now. I refuse to be ordinary. I refuse to die ordinary. Lord, by the power of God, by your spirit, I will leave a mark to the glory and honor of your name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have declared. If you look at Judges chapter 16 and verse 6, Judges chapter 16 and verse 6, Judges chapter 16 and verse 6, the Bible says, So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies and what and with what you may be bound to afflict you. In a layman language, Delilah was asking Samson, tell me how I can kill you. That's what he was asking of Samson. Tell me the best way to, to kill you. Tell me how I can kill you. Delilah wasn't someone he met on the street. This was someone, this is someone living in the same house with him. This is someone living in the same house with him. And you know, when the Holy Spirit was not upon him, he did ordinary things. I'm talking about Samson. But when the Spirit of God came upon him, when the Spirit of God came upon him, he did extraordinary things. If you look at Judges 14 and verse 6, Judges chapter 14 and verse 6, the Bible says that, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and he tore the lion apart, as one would have torn apart a young goat. So he had nothing in his hand, but he did not tell his father or his mother what he had done. Mark, take note of the word, and the Spirit of God came mightily upon him. When the Spirit of God came mightily upon Samson, from that moment, he, be, he stopped doing ordinary things. From that moment, he began to do the grace to do extraordinary things was activated in his life. I pray for someone one more time in the name that's above every other name. Beginning from now, you will do extraordinary things. I want us to do a long read. Judges chapter 15, 14 to 20. Judges 15, 14 to 20. There's something I want to show us there. When it came to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting against him. 
Then the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the ropes that were on his arms became like flax that is born with fire. And his bones broke, broke loose from his hands. And verse 15, he found a jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand and took it, and killed a thousand men with it. And verse 16, then Samson said, with the jawbone of a donkey, hips and hips, with the jawbone of a donkey, I have slain a thousand men. Verse 17, and so it was when he had finished speaking that he threw the jawbone from his hand and called that place Ramad Lehi, and eighteen. Then he, then he became very thirsty, so he cried out to the Lord and said, You have given this great deliverance by the hand of your servant, and now shall I die of thirst and fall into the hand of the uncircumcised. And verse 19, So God split the hollow place that is in Lehi, and water came out, and he drank, and his spirit returned, and he, and he revived. Therefore, he called its name En Akore, which is in Lehi, to this day, and verse 20, and he judged Israel 20 years in the days of the Philistines. Now, let me tell us something. A lot of us get into situations where when you need something, you call everyone, you reach out to everyone but God. You call everyone, you check your phone, you ransack your phone, you call everyone but God. You call everyone, you reach out to your friends, you reach out to family, you reach out to whatever. There's something I wrote here in Build Up for Halftime Conference. You know, sometimes we just do someone, small, small, leave it, go back again, leave it, go back, leave it, go back. You know, especially when you want to speak on a platform like that. I preached it in front of the mirror too. <laughs> Amen. He says, and it is something that I've said here many times, that it is difficult for a gifted person to be humble. It is very difficult for a gifted person to be humble. It is very difficult for a blessed person, someone who has resources. You have, maybe you woke up and you have five billion in your account. You can buy land, you can buy a house anywhere. It is difficult for you to even go back to God and say, God, where should I buy the land? You tell the agent, look for land anywhere you see, let me know. So it is difficult for a gifted person to be humble. It's difficult for someone who has it figured out to go back to God. No wonder the Bible says that blessed be the Lord our God who daily, because God doesn't, we are not wired to, to operate on our own. He could have given us the bakery and say, go and be taking the bread, the benefit from there as you need. But he wants our 100% reliance to be on him. That's why he daily so the one for today cannot sustain you for tomorrow. The one for tomorrow cannot sustain you for the day after tomorrow. So he wants you to keep going and coming back. He doesn't want you to leave his sight for a moment. That's how we are wired. That's how we are wired. 
to the secrets to unusual exploit. Secrets to unusual or secrets of unusual exploits. Number one, start again by saying what you lack the most. As you follow God, you have the most. What you lack the most, as you yield to God, you have the most. The devil offered so many things to Jesus in the book of Matthew chapter 4 and Luke chapter 4. He offered so many things to him. You know, Jesus didn't say, get thee behind me, Satan, until he mentioned worship. You know, I always say, I'm more of a Bible teacher than a pastor. I don't, everybody knows where God called them. Not so much of a pastor when it comes to preaching. And can do expositions on the word. God gives us strength. He didn't say, get thee behind me, Satan, until... He mentioned worship. And I'll tell us why. Today. And that is because he knew that truly the devil could give him all those, could give all those things. The devil had the capacity to give those things. Yes, he has the capacity to give those things. What people bow to the ground for, grace can give it to you. You didn't get that? What people bow to the devil for? What people bow? What people compromise for? What people cut corners for? Grace can give it to you. How can you do something and sign that you are going to hell? How? How can you do something and sign in your right senses that you are going to hell? If you gain the whole world and lose your soul, you are a bad bargainer. If you gain the whole world and you lose your soul, you are a bad bargainer. Tell the person beside you, if you gain the whole world and you lose your soul, you are a bad bargainer. <laughs> you know why? Because Jesus, his response to the devil was that he said to the devil, it has been given to me. And I can give whoever I want. That all power in heaven has been given to me. And I can give it to whoever I want. So in other words, it's the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. And add no sorrow to it. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. As you get connected to Jesus, everything you lay your hands upon will prosper. No matter how small it is, people will gather to celebrate you. God will satisfy you early. God will satisfy you early. I'll tell you the meaning of that prayer so that when you are praying, you better put timeline to it. What is the use of a Ferrari to an 85 years old man? Before you step on it, his eyes is already turning. I say God will satisfy you early. Amen. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Abi, what? How? If you wear Gucci on an 85 year old man, the man doesn't even know. Sometimes, if he didn't use himself well, he may be the Gucci wearing him. But give it to people like us who are still in the market. <laughs> I see the way we'll carry it. Yes, 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 yes. Give it to some of us who are still in the <laughs> Come on. Okay. <laughs> you know? So I pray to I pray for you in the name of God who satisfy you early. In the mighty name of Jesus, may God support you. May God smile on you. In the mighty name of Jesus. You want to quickly lift your hand and say, Father, please smile on me. Go ahead and talk to God. Father, please smile on me. Smile on me. Smile on me. Shakata Bragadoko Sotoria. Please smile on me. Smile on my family. Smile on my children. Smile on my household. Smile on my business. Smile on my career. Smile on my ministry. Smile on everything and anything that connects with that is connected to me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Acts chapter 8 and verse 20. Acts chapter 8 and verse 20. Let's read together. One, two, go. Peter said to him, your money perish with you. Because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. This is a, a Peter. Was God used him mightily. Displayed the power of God. And Simon the sorcerer saw it. And he came to him. said, I like what you are doing. I will give you money. Please sell some to me. And he said to him, your money what? Perish with you. Do you know that? What people are looking for with money, God can give you for free. I'm not talking about something transactional. I'm talking about a disposition that positions you to where God helps men. Hmm. There's a disposition that positions you to a place where God helps men. That place is in Romans chapter 9 and verse 16. The Bible says that now I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. So then, it is not of him who wills, nor of him who runs, but of God who shows mercy. If there's something you need to run after, sir, if there's something you need to run after, ma, in all your success, to be successful, to do great exploits, it is what? Scream it. You know, I always say this story many, many times. A lot of people that like me, the same reason why they like me is the same reason why people don't like me, don't like me. And that's the fact that, you know, they don't, a lot of people in this part of the world don't like people who are self-aware, who are aware of them, who, who are self-confident. I don't, I don't believe in humility where you have drama in my and you are swearing for the person in your heart. Sorry, ma. Sorry, ma. Sorry, mommy. Sorry, daddy. Sorry, uncle. Nah, we've passed that stage. I've never frustrated to greet my father before. And he's 76. He doesn't have a problem with it. 
Él usa, Él usa. Are you not expecting me to go out and act drama? Tell the person to be yourself. Tell another person, be yourself under God. Because no man can receive anything on it except God give it to them. No man, nobody can receive anything on it except God give it to them. If you look at Matthew chapter 9, 12 to 13. Matthew chapter 9, 12 to 13. Matthew chapter 9, 12 to 13. When Jesus heard that, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, verse 13, but go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to what? Repentance. Faith is what activates grace. Faith is what activates what? Grace. The Bible says that the grace of God has appeared to all men. The challenge is that you have not activated that grace. That's why you are not operating in it yet. He says the grace of God has appeared unto all men. Are you part of all men? Are you part of all men? Are you part of all men? So the grace of God, the Bible says, has appeared unto all men. The reason why you are not operating in that realm yet is because you are yet to what? To activate it. So there's a saving grace and there's a standing grace. But we have to have access to it through faith. We look at Romans 5, 1 to 2. In order to access it, you need faith to be able to access it. And Galatians 5 and verse 6. Galatians 5 and verse 6. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Through whom also we have access. By what? Okay, Galatians 5 verse 6. Galatians 5 verse 6. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor circumcision avails anything. But faith working through what? Through love. Let me explain what this scripture means. What the scripture is actually saying is that it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter where you are from. It doesn't matter your qualification. It doesn't matter your background or history. It doesn't matter whether you have been circumcised or whether you are uncircumcised. It doesn't matter. You have faith to activate that grace for unusual exploits. Romans 8.28 talks about all things working together for good. All things work together for your good. 
including that accident you had or you went through, including that failure, including the disappointment, all things, tell yourself, all things are working together for my good. I decree over you in the name that's above every other name, all things will work together for your good. Anything anybody has to say about you will work for your good in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you want to carry the grace of God upon your life, or you want to stand out, then your love for God must be in place. <laughs> you need faith to activate grace. True what? Love. That's what the last scripture we read said. True love. Mm. Your love for God must be in place. Psalm 91, verse 14. Psalm 91 and verse 14. The Bible tells us in Psalm 91, that scripture, that popular scripture that we were all reading during COVID-19, and we didn't even know the meaning. That dwell in the city of the most high, abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and I'll say of the Lord, is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom shall I fear, is ten thousand by my right, is ten thousand from my right hand, will not come anywhere near me. Well, after all that preamble, look at what look at God's response. Let's read together one, two, go. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high. Why? Because he has known my name. What do you do? Quickly, I'll tell us four things and we'll pray. What to do? Matthew 6, 33. Put God first. Number one, put God first. Matthew 6, 33. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. There is nothing you give up for God out of love, not frustration. There's nothing you give up for God, to God out of love, not frustration, that God will not do more for you. Talking about the sacrificial giving, last year, one of the event that struck me that last year. I know a lot of the big boys are here that didn't do it. Be it unto you, according to your faith. A lady came and told me, I'm going to drop mine. So because I'm part of her life, I knew she was still gathering her house rent that particular period, I can't forget. And in my, a part of me was going to tell her in my office, you better don't drop this offering. Use the money. Add it to your rent. But then I heard God clearly. God asked me to shut up. Ah, we did it last July. Today she's not homeless, so. I hope you know. Today she's not homeless. Sometimes, some of these things, we them say, do not worry about your life. What you will eat, what you drink, what you will wear, 
What about the birds of the air? They don't even have clothing. They don't walk. But I feed them. I take care of them. I take care of them. Like I always tell some of the boys close, close to me. All this money you have been, you have been holding, you, did, you refuse to let go of. How many houses have you built now? How many cars do you have now? That's it, they seem who scatters. Who scatters. And it was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> one, if you don't even believe one, at least he has put it on his status many times. I read it. GD has put it on his status many times. That, that last year, when we were talking about sacrificial giving, he gave every, all the last whatever, cobble, to his last cobble. I think it was before he got home or before the end of that week. In an unusual way. I don't know how God did it. Don't forget, oh, that lemon you guys go to drink on Friday night. You know that thing started, it started juicing it small, small. So that lemon you guys drink and post on status. <laughs> there was one of the party. I said, let me make surprise appearance. As I got to the gate, the people I saw, red eyes. <laughs> I just entered my car. I said, <laughs> I said, don't be me and you now for years. <laughs> I said, maybe Peter too went a bit. You have attended one. <laughs> so whatever you give to God out of love, not frustration, it gives you much more. Number two, First Chronicles 29 verse 3. First Chronicles 29 verse 3. He says, moreover, because I have set my affection on the house of God, I've given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the only house, my own special treasure of gold and silver. I'm not going to talk about the money aspect of this scripture. What about you? How sold out are you to God? How many of you are looking around in the auditorium today that... Some of the people who say they are core members, small rain, small rain. And the people you invited to church entered rain and came to church, small rain. And it's not like some of them are even married, though. Let's even, let's even say that the, the rain triggered something and decided to stay back at home. Small rain. You decided to. God cannot say of some people that there's something you can get out of your life. And that's an eyesore. What's your art of service like? What's, do you have a heart of service? Do you have a heart of service? Listen, one of the things that has helped me in this life, I'll tell you, one of the things that has helped me in this life as a man, is service to God. 
And you bear me witness. I'm not a pastor that will tell you, go and do something. Go and, well, I'm doing too. I don't, have I don't have time. I told one of our pastors, he must, he's probably watching now. Because sometimes he just sneaks into the service. He was our area pastor that year. Before I was made an area pastor. So did. Pastor Sonia. We still joke about it. He still calls me. He said, ah, Pastor Joseph, thank you so much. I'm sure he doesn't mind. I said to him, I know you are waiting for Canada to open. You are looking frustrated already. Tired. You are looking depressed. Let Canada rest. Face the work of God. Face service. Canada will meet you there in the place of service. There were Sundays after church. I'll just call him. Where are you, Pastor? I'm in church. I just drive there. We go, we go and enjoy ourselves. We still talk, we catch up. We're still talking about this last week or two weeks ago. And he said to me, separately, that thing work. Service. I'm not talking about the one, something that comes for the service. High service. But the, some people now say that it's part of service. High service. or no. Mm -mm. I'm talking about real service to God. Are you believing God for something? Let it meet you in the place of service. This is an expo. This is a cheat that I'm giving us. Let him meet you in the place of what? Service. It pays to serve God. Let us shun all this serving God with convenience. Some people now, who are meant to be in church today now? Morning, stayed back at home. Want to serve God with convenience. <laughs> if you had U.S. Embassy appointments, even if the rain is raining fire, for a visa stamp that you can collect and you get to point of entry, they will tell you that they don't even like the way you are looking. Go back to your country. <laughs> service. Tell the person inside you service. And number three, John 14, verse 3. John 14, verse 3. John 14, verse 3. And if I, go to, I, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That's where I am, that you may be also. If you look at John 14, 15. John 14, 15. If you love me, keep what? My commandments. How do you know that you love God? How we know we love God is that we do what he says. I know, I remember one time I did a series on love and law. The reason why Pastor Ye would not sleep with another woman, whether his wife is there or is not there, is not because of consequences. If it's because of consequences, it's not enough. But the reason why he will not do that is because he loves 
his wife. And if you love something, if you love someone, you don't want to hurt that thing. Did I explain it better? Did I explain it well? Joseph said, how will I do this great evil? He didn't even see the man, talk, the woman talking to him. He said, how will I do this great evil against God? Love. If you love me, you will keep what? My commandment. You know that there's a level where you love someone enough that instead of you to lie to that person, you'd rather keep quiet and not say anything. There's a way you love someone. Instead of you to lie to that person. There's someone in my life that tells me that, Joseph, look into my eyes and tell me this thing you are saying is true. I just tell her, there, there's no good there. Leave it like that. Leave it. Feel it. Leave it. Let's lock up. Leave it. You love someone to a level that you cannot afford to lie to them. It will be eating you inside. It's not like the person has even found out. Oh, but it will be eating you inside. So God says, if you love me, keeping my commandment will be easier. Don't keep God's commandment because of what God will do to you. That's not enough. The propelling factor to you keeping God's commandment be built on love. You need faith to activate grace. And you need love to be able to activate unusual exploits. And number three, uh, the last one. Loving God, it's still on love. Loving God is enduring things. The Bible says the love of God constrains us. And number four, 1 Corinthians 2 9. Do you love God? Do you love God? 1 Corinthians 2 9. It is written, as I have not seen, here I have not heard, I have entered the out of mind, the things what God has prepared for those who love Him. The question now is that do you love God? Are you living your life in such a way that you are attracting grace? Or preventing grace. Rise on your feet. Are you attracting grace? Or you are preventing grace? <laughs> we are going to pray. Some very serious prayers this morning. The first prayer point. You are going to pray. Lord, I am here. And lift your hands to him. Look at my life and turn it around, oh God. Go ahead and talk to God. Please turn my life around, oh Lord. Look at my life. Mm. You are the potter. I am the clay. I am just a clay. Turn my life around. Somebody is not praying. Somebody is not praying. Is this how much you love yourself? Turn my life around, Lord. Turn my life around, oh God. Turn my life around. Turn my life around. Turn my life around. Turn my life around, Lord. Shakata bragado sekete libragada bakasontoria mahinda liketi brokushkalia reba ba 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 zekete. 
Turn my life around, oh Lord. Turn my life around, Lord. Turn my life around. I am yours. Oh Lord, turn my life around. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus. Powerful name we have prayed. You want to talk to us? Say, Lord, I want you to increase my love for you. Help me to set my affections on you and you alone. Go ahead and talk to God. Help me, Lord, to set my affections on you and on you alone. Ah, Father Lord, come what may, Lord, help me to set my affections on you and on you alone. Rekata baba 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 zekete libroko shata yagada baka sontoria. Help me, Lord, to set my affections on you and on you alone. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lift your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I curse stagnation in my life. I come against failed businesses, failed transactions. Go ahead and turn that to power right now. I curse stagnation in my life. I am doing great exploits. This is my season of great exploits. I curse in the name of Jesus. Stagnation in my life. I curse. I curse failed transactions. Failed businesses. Walking around in circles. Walking like an elephant and eating like an ant. I curse every form of stagnation in my life. Anything and everything that represents stagnation. I curse. I curse. I curse. In the mighty name of Jesus. I curse. I curse. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Lastly, lift your voice and say, Father, I command my victory. I decree unusual exploits. Go ahead and talk to God. Go ahead and turn that to power right now. I, I command my victory. I command my victory. Re ba 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 kasata. soto. I decree unusual exploits in my ministry, in my career, in my business, in everything that concerns me. I decree unusual exploits in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Lift your hands to heaven. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. You will not be limited. Your results will not be according to your stature. People will look behind the scene and look at what God has done through you and wonder in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you will go faster than your father. You will go farther than your father. Whatever swallowed your parents will not swallow you. 
Whatever swallowed people in your generation, God will deliver you from it. It is well with you in the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, just do that for the next 30 seconds. Seal it, seal it, seal it, seal it. It is done. Shagada Mahika tuko suntaria.